Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Nobody. Exactly. Get time for that. Ain't got time for that <laughs> shit. Alright, should we get going? Yeah. I guess I'll be there. I'll play yep. Steve. You gonna do Steve? Alright. Yeah. I'll be Kevin. This is gonna be weird. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Kevin, and here with me is Andy. Hey, guys. Hey, Andy. Hey, Kevin. Uh, this is episode 183, Just Hanging, Part 3, or The Banter Begins, Volume 1. I don't know what we call this. <laughs> the Banter Series, Banter Volume 1. Banter Series, Volume yeah. 1. Well, we already had like Just Hanging 1 and 2, so I figured Just Hanging, Part 3. Right. A.K.A. we couldn't think of a good topic. <laughs> In five minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because we kind of got derailed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Steve's not with us because Steve is having vehicular problems. Mm. Uh, he was working on the wife's car and he broke something crit- critical. And yeah. he has to get it repaired before tomorrow. Nothing will ruin your day like breaking something on thing that you need immediately. Like, you can't just like, ah, I'll fix it tomorrow. Nope. Yeah. Gotta fix it. Sucks. Yeah, I don't know what he broke. Something on the brakes. And you kind of need those. Yeah. I mean, do you really need four? Could you just take one of them off and just run with three? Well, yeah, and you have the emergency brake. Yeah. Wouldn't that be considered an emergency? Plus, it's his wife's car, so I mean, you know. Oh, jeez. I didn't even want to go there. <laughs> well, I mean, you could just say, yeah, babe, it's good. Just, you know, use the handbrake if you need to stop in a hurry. What's this rock fine. with a rope on it? <laughs> throw that out the window. It's an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> just don't park on a hill. Oh, geez. Yeah, I can remember doing brakes on a, on a dude's car when, like when we were in high school and trying to crack the stupid little tiny hollow you know, bolt to bleed the brakes mm-hmm. and busting it right off. Those and I'm like, suck. oh, crap. Now we got to go and get new calipers or rebuild right. calipers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always, it's like, oh, well, it, it'll only take me an hour to do this. Easy peasy. And then you do a couple things like that. And pretty soon it's, you're up half the night trying to fix it. Yeah. Cause you know, cause you got to get to work the next day. That's yeah, the problem. And, and then I kind of learned compress the cylinder and don't crack that stupid thing. You yeah, know, when you're doing that kind of thing. But yeah, you're right. It's it's like I, I just did work on my Jeep this weekend and I was uh, messing around with the brakes a little bit because my Jeep sits all week. So the mm-hmm. brakes kind of get surface thrust on them. And I uh, had a problem going down to Virginia where I, I got pretty close and started vibrating. And I think it had something to do with the, the brakes. And so I took uh-huh. everything off and I kind of messed around with it and it's like anything else, you know, you do one side takes you two hours and the other side takes you 20 minutes, you know, it's like you're yeah, saying. Exactly. Exactly. Or whatever you're doing. Yeah. And my luck is I'll break the part, you know, just as all the shops are closing, yeah. you know, so <laughs> yeah. Yep. Always sucks working on something that you got to have the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's getting an Ubering down to the auto parts store or something. I asked him. If he needed yeah. a ride and something, but I think he's he's handling it. Yeah. He's a resourceful guy. He'll figure it out. 
Yeah. So, what you been up to this past week? Dude, I've been up to a lot, man. I was yeah. off. I was off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of this past mm-hmm. week. And it was awesome. It was like a little mini vacation. Yeah, cool. And I worked on an Oxy 5 some more. I know, <laughs> I know I'm like a broken record. Uh, but I got everything in except the ESC. I'm still waiting on that. I got the Neo in. Uh, uh-huh. I got all my stuff for it. But I came to a point where I was going to install the servos, and I'm using mini servos. Okay. And you you have the option whether to use mini or you know regular size. But I had to order the mini servo mounts that I didn't mm-hmm. really know about. Kind of, in a way, irked me. I was like, why isn't this included if I can use either one? Right. Why? Uh, can I ask why you went with the minis? Just that what you had or what? Yeah, it's kind of what I was. No, it's not what I had. I I bought them. Um, okay. But I was talking to Rob and Devin McClellan, and mm-hmm. Devin seems to like the setup that he has, which are running the same exact servos, MKS mm-hmm. minis. And so I was like, man, I'll just go with that. I mean, that sounds yeah. sounds good. Be a little bit louder, probably too. Yeah, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna outfly Devin at all in my lifetime. No. So. If it's pretty solid, I'm figuring, yeah, that's good enough for him. It's definitely going to work for me. Well, that that's the thing. A lot of the the MKS, the expert, some of the higher end mini servos are strong enough to fly a 700. Basically, I mean, yeah. they're, they're just insanely stout. So, if yeah. you're planning on going with a, you're doing a 550, right? 6S and stuff, right? So you probably won't go to a. 600 anyway so those will be perfect i think yeah and i'm looking not to go extremely high end you know i was trying to keep the price down a little bit sure sure and Uh, like i say the weights there's a you know it's not a lot of weight but there's a difference between a mini and a full size yeah yeah for sure cool what esc did you speak about that yet the esc um yeah i went with a hobby wing 130 Oh, okay. Uh, I was thinking I could get away with the 120, but I talked to Devin again, and um, he said he spiked at 160, and I know if I get into it, I don't know. I figured mm-hmm. I can't go wrong with the 130. I really wanted to try and keep yeah keep the price down again and go with so something. You could go with, uh, you could do 12S on that if you wanted to later. Yeah, true. You got a beast out of it. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i i don't know i'm I'm not sure I, that's that's a good thought you know i'm not sure which direction i want to go in it uh but we'll see what i, I I'm, I'm assuming this thing's gonna fly great you know but i'm yeah. still keeping my an open mind about it you know mm-hmm. i'm mm-hmm. making any assumptions well that's the thing about the 130 you can use it on a bigger bird later if you so desire for some reason yeah that's true yeah. Yeah, you may be like me, and once you build something, it's just kind of that way forever. Some people switch stuff around a lot, but I'm lazy, so I just kind of build a heli, and if it works, I just leave it. Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree with you on the ESC. Like, I I this is going to be, I think, my first time trying to X Nova motor. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually go with Scorpion, and Scorpions have been great, man. They yeah, they tend to like on the Oxy Four, it tends to be a little hot. You know, yeah. when I when I get land, but I haven't had right. any problems with it. Or no, they're solid. Yeah. 
So I'm trying to next Nova, but I totally agree with you on the ESC because like Hobby Wing, I love Hobby Wing stuff. They're so easy mm-hmm. to set up. I've never had yeah, any issues. They just work. Yeah. It's like a couple, I have the programmer, I go right in, I know what settings to, to put in on it, and I'm done. Yeah, it takes like two minutes and it's all set up. Yeah, it takes me longer to find the programmer. Yeah. Where yeah. the hell did I put that? <laughs> yep. Do you use the Hobbywing Gov or do you uh, use a Neo? No, I use the Neo. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I've been doing that. I, I kind of like that. The handoff is really almost non-existent. It's not like mm-hmm. the the castle one. I, ha- I have a castle on my 690 and I just got it that way, you know, used. So yeah. I, so I kept it. And Chris Ribert actually flew that a lot before, you know, I bought it from Anthony. And he had set it up with the castle. And I know he's a castle mm-hmm. guy. And he helped me yeah. out with it, too. And, it, and it's great. But. I can feel that kick sometimes, you know, depending if, if it's windy out and I'm trying to keep it stable, you know, there's an right. additional like little bit to it that I can feel. Right. But it, the castles that I've never had a problem with that one either, you know, but I'm also I noticed initially, you know, when I started flying that, that I was way up over 100 amps. It's only castle 120 on the 690. Mm-hmm. And now, dude, I very rarely do I go over 100 amps. You know, because right. I've, I've gotten more collective. Yeah, it, isn't that funny how, like, yes, if you, if it's like you pull away a lot of amps when you're beginning just because you don't know what you're doing, you're just shoving that collective stick back and forth and whatever, bogging left and right. So you're pulling a ton of amps and then you kind of learn how to fly and you get way more efficient. Your amp draw actually goes down. Yeah. And then, and, of course, if you if you start flying super duper hard, it goes back up. But even then, it's not like a newbie where he's just bogging it left and right. Yeah, and I'm I'm at more of a point now where I think I'm doing more aggressive maneuvers, definitely than when I first got that machine a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's kind of weird. Like I'm I'm flying it harder, but I think I'm right. You, you're better. You're you have more pitch management, collective management, so you can. Finesse it a little bit better. Yeah. And not just slam the stick up and down. Yeah, I'm, I'm not fighting gravity as much. Yeah. <laughs> you know. No, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so I'm I'm really curious to see how that goes, man. And, you know, it's oxy. And I, I, I'm sure that I'll feel the same way I felt when I started flying the four. Like, I want to keep it and I'll try not to crash it and blah, blah, blah. And then I just. After a while, I'll just start beating on it. Yeah, just give up. The four, I've been been beating the hell out of. The three, my God, I just throw that around. Yeah, like I'm angry at it. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's for, though. I mean, yeah. it loves it. Yeah. I had uh, got a chance up at the, the HeliFest to look over uh, Bill's Oxy-5 that Devin was flying. And uh, I'm pretty critical of models, and I found very little on that that I could critique or didn't like and some of the stuff is just me personally like i'm not a huge fan of the carbon fiber skids yeah absolutely nothing wrong with them just since i like to do sliding autos and stuff they don't work hardly as well but i mean it's it's a solid helicopter like i couldn't really find anything that i didn't like that's funny because that is probably the only thing i don't really like so far is the carbon fiber skids i'm not sure 
why they went that well it's you know whatever but yeah, yeah I, I th- well i, I mean they, they kind of look cool i guess um there may be a little narrow on that model but as far as practicality for me i'm not a fan of them because they dig and grab and they're just not they're just not as good for sliding around on the ground really yeah but i mean there's there's nothing wrong with them they work perfectly fine and they're strong and all that so i'm sure there's a lot of guys that would prefer to have carbon versus the other style yeah and i'm actually looking forward to doing the review on it because there's a lot of things that i like there's a few things i was mm-hmm. kind of like why did they do this but mm-hmm. it's uh it's been really cool build so far yeah. this is um you know aside from the three where i think if this is the first one i used that my old laptop kind of opened everything up and didn't use an ipad for you know the instruction manual yeah and i would go down there for maybe an hour and i'd and i'd do it whatever section i was working on real slow and i'd be able to leave a laptop open and on the whole you know for mm-hmm. till the next night and i'd go back down mm-hmm. there wouldn't have to flick through you know it was just it was just cool i was like i left off right where i was on it wasn't like my ipad where it went to sleep and yeah you know, my old ipad is really old and it's like you an have iPad to find two. your place again yeah so i thought that was really cool i could just pick right up where i left off mm-hmm Nice. But yeah, I'm looking forward to flying it and doing a review. I gotta figure yeah, I out how to get some, I gotta get some batteries. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta figure out which uh, batteries I have that are, I have probably one or two that's pretty good. I don't think they're 5000s though. They might be 4100s. Okay. What batteries do you have for your logo 550? I have one 5000 and I think I have okay. 4100 I've been using. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking, I guess those will use the same pack, right? Yeah. Swap back and forth, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't put a UI sensor on this one. I might, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to do one or not. I might just go with a timer. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. Unless I can get my hands on a UI sensor. Cheap. I kind of didn't think about it until after I already ordered the Neo. Yeah. Might be time to buy a couple packs. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, dude. Nice. The other thing I worked on, the other helicopter I worked on, quote unquote, was the uh, the Blade Nano S2. I got mm-hmm. parts in for that. <laughs> Dude, that <laughs> thing trying to work on that. Oh, my God, man. I Those screws are so small. They're microscopic. Yeah. Like, they are. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I've seen. I've definitely seen ants bigger than parts of this helicopter. So, yeah. So I got it. I got it on my desk, right? I think I was editing last week, and I ha- I put uh-huh. it. I put a white shirt down, and I had I had it all broken apart. Uh huh. And oh man, because I smashed the frame up so bad the canopy wouldn't even stay on it, or the flight right. controller was like hanging half off it. You had to take everything out of it to yeah. change the frame, didn't you? Yeah, and then they used this Sounds goop. Like fun. <laughs> they used this goop on the main gear, <laughs> and I went. Oh, yeah. I took the screws out of the head and i couldn't get the head off and i pulled the whole like shaft out of the main gear and i was like oh man i just pushed it back in and i was flying it <laughs> later but i got that fixed and uh, <laughs> I, at one point i was like you know it's probably less frustrating just to order a whole new one you know for yeah. 99 dollars yeah but man yeah, i could just see you sitting around, i'm too old for this shit <laughs> i mean oh man just those <laughs> screws were like like your iPhone screws, you know, when you break yeah. the screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeez. But it was cool. I, I 
I was happy that I fixed it and it actually flew again. Yeah. So, so you flown it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Everything. we have we had a Everything TF we had a TFR this weekend, so going down to the field wasn't an option. So, I kind of flew the blade around my yard, the Nano, I was flying that around for a couple of packs and then I broke out my my screen and my inductrix and I was flying that up and down the street and <laughs> around cool. and just just messing around with stuff I haven't used in a long time, you know. But uh oh, well, I don't know. I went over on Friday. I went over to my friend Jeff's. He used to be on the show, right? Couple of yeah. the first couple of episodes, and he's been really into gaming. He's into Twitch streaming. Him and his wife game a lot, and he hasn't really done much in the hobby. So, you know, he's been talking about getting back into flying and stuff. And he he was a pretty good damn airplane, you know, pilot. He was he had a couple helicopters, but he never really got into it. But he was getting really good with the airplanes, man. Uh huh. And he had a park zone beaver that we uh fixed. He had a couple of parts like he needed a, a couple of the landing gear had to be redone and the and the rudder. And mm-hmm. uh he had twisted hobbies crack beaver that I had done LEDs for him, like all through it and stuff, kinda like Yeah. And and re and did all the wiring really like like really tight wiring. So you really didn't see the wiring, just the LEDs. And that thing that thing flew really good and looked really good, man. He hadn't he hasn't used it in a while. But the funniest thing was, dude, he had this FT mini scout, right? It's got the under cambered wing. And right. he's like, I don't know, can you get that going? And I'm like, I'll give it a shot, you know. So we we figured out what model it was on his radio and we found a battery and we took it out in the street and we were we were flying it around while well, I was flying <laughs> it around. I was flying it around in the street. And once we figured out CG, it actually flew pretty good. But this is only like rudder and elevator. There's no ailerons on this thing, right? Right. So as we as we come around through one pack, we, I land, and his neighbors like directly across the street. Um, we're leaving. They were going on vacation or something. He's like, "Yeah, those are my neighbors. They're going on vacation." So I'm like, "All right, you know." We wave to him as they go, and so he gets another battery, and he goes, "Do you want to fly it again?" Because he was he didn't even want to fly anything. It was kind of like he was so rusty, you know. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try it again, you know, give it another, just make sure everything's working, worked out. We figured out where the CG was and all that. Um, so I'm flying it around and I'm flying it around and this gust of wind comes and picks it up, right? And it's going across the street towards the neighbor's house. Neighbor's got two story house. No shit, dude. If we had him on the show, he would completely agree to this. I (laughs) come down. I'm, I'm like above his neighbor's house. I'm coming down and I skipped it off the roof and you hear, and he's like, that's it. Bring it in. Bring it in. He's going, just bring it back over here. That was so freaking funny, oh, man. Damn. He was freaking out, but I was, I didn't mean to do it. I was just trying to get it back, you know? Yeah. It's so like, cause, cause there's no ailerons. It's like, okay, I'm giving rudder. It's turning. It's turning. It's turning. You know, it's like, it's like three seconds behind, you know? Yeah. It's but, well, and it's small, and it's light, so yeah. the wind can move it around. But it was cool. And, you know, I went over, we did, we did that. Um, we watched that film. Uh, we, were, we were really into Kerbal Space Program, which is a, mm-hmm. a kind of a NASA program with minions. Um, but all the all the analytics and all the, the uh, calculations that it does are all like if this like universe existed and gravity is you know real and it's it's pretty cool it's it's like uh it's like a space pro it's like nasa Mm -hmm. uh program in a way 
And, uh, so he's into that and I'm, I'm kind of into, you know, the space stuff. So we watched, uh, that film Apollo 11, um, which was just all footage from the actual moon landing and stuff like that, which was amazing. He's got this giant screen and everything. We, we had, um, you know, a good time watching that. Oh, that sounds cool. But it was cool. It was cool. I haven't, I haven't like, I haven't stopped and like just hung out. We were hanging out in his driveway, like just hanging out with with this couple of dogs that he has and you know in just sitting in chairs just just having a drink shooting the shit like i haven't done that and i couldn't even tell you when well you know i do it on fun flies and stuff but it was yeah. cool just to, yeah like, but it's different yeah it was cool just to sit and just chill out for an hour you know nice so that was dude what i've been up to man what have you been up to you went to the up to see george right <clears throat> i did or i had a long weekend as well nice uh, I went up to Tired Iron Aviation for the 4th of July fun fly had. Uh, I went up uh, Thursday the 4th and met up with a bunch of the heli guys. Uh, Ray Bacon, Craig Quillen, uh, John Cole, Kyle Kelly, and uh, Derek Michael is the guy that had the T-Rex 600 Nitro that I fixed. Oh, right, right. So I was able to deliver that to him and I put a flight on it, just sort of showing him how everything was set up and stuff. And he seemed really happy with that. So that was cool. Nice. Yeah. I saw some uh, Facebook posts. Yeah. Did. Yeah. I did a couple of uh, videos, some of the guys flying, which is cool. Uh, we had a, there's another uh, guy that's really big into scale, John Ellis, that's uh, lives yeah, not too far from here. And he had a bunch of scale helis, which are really cool. Nice. Some of the Roban stuff from Motion RC. Some of the, like the super scale ones where they put the um, all the mechanics are hidden, like up in the top half of the fuselage. Right. So you can open the doors and have guns inside and all kinds of crazy stuff. That's badass, isn't it? To see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. So it's kind of like the heli invasion of tired iron on Thursday. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> so we had a blast. Um, and then I had to come back home Friday and do a little bit of work, but then I got my kids and we headed back up late Friday afternoon and we camped Friday night and Saturday night. And, uh, oh, my kids just had an absolute blast running around with, uh, some of the other folks had kids and, Oh, Steve great, Hodges man. from uh, RC Jet Dude, he's always there with at George, and he's got some some kids around the age of mine, and uh, man, they just had a blast. It was really fun just to let them. I just let them go, you know. That's and cool, man. They run around and play and do stuff. Nobody's wanting to watch TV or wanting to do this or wanting to do that. They're just outside being kids. Being kids, you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, so that's that's those, really cool. Those uh, summers at when you're a kid are limited, dude. So yeah, enjoy them, right? Yeah, Let the kids exactly. enjoy. Them. So while they did that, I flew flew some planes. I took my turbo Bushmaster. Oh yeah, and, uh, a new QQ Extra three. Well, not new, but new to me. QQ Extra three hundred. Ball off a guy here locally that. I hadn't actually ever set up and flown. So got it all uh, going, flew it a few times, took my Avanti. Okay. And 
I crashed the Avanti. Oh no! Before I ever got it off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! How's that possible? So I've had three Avantis and three crashes. Oh jeez! Yeah. So clearly, the universe does not want me to have an Avanti. I think that's just. I'm gonna have to get a different model. No more. <laughs> I just went to take off. I guess I hit a bump in the runway or something, and it it kind of jumped up just a little bit. When it come back down, it kind of hit crooked and uh, hit a wingtip, oh. and it sh- just kind of shoved me sideways over into the tall grass and cartwheeled. Because I was, you know, I, you know, I was booking pretty good by then. Yeah, but not not fast enough to fly, but fast enough to smash the nose up on it a little bit fast enough to wreck it yeah you know of course everybody's there so i feel like a complete idiot like i never flown before oh because nobody else has crashed (laughs) ever dude well i know it's just (laughs) at least they get off the ground well you kind of did well yeah like an inch (laughs) (laughs) but i just laughed because it's like really stupid ass avanti I mean, it's a great plane. The funny part is, is I keep crashing it, even though it's like the easiest jet you could ever imagine. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, uh, it handles great. It's a pussycat, but I just have had weird luck with it. Yeah. Last time I was there, I cut the rudder off on the power line that runs over his <laughs> runway. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. This was, was on like the fifth flight of the airplane. Well, I, dude, I gotta say, I, I felt that way with the Vigan. Yeah. When I first built it. Cause my first one, uh, I had the five flights on it and I, I took it to a field where Jeff was at. I think Steve was there uh-huh. and, and another guy and they were like, let's, oh, we want to see this Vigan, man. We want to see this Vigan fly. And I'm like, all right, all right. So I smashed it into the only light pole <laughs> that was in the entire field. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I pitched up and went right into it. And then I had version two and, that got soaking wet at Flight Fest. Uh-huh. And it was like, oh man, I don't know about these vegans, but now I got it. Now I got it down. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just I'll get something else to replace it, but I'm not getting an Avanti. I want to try <laughs> something different cuz <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm just cursed, I guess. Now, I looked at that field on Facebook. It looks like it kind of the field kind of like has a pitch to it or yeah, it's not super flat, and uh, so it pitches and rolls just a little bit. Um, and it's not super wide. I mean, it's it's plenty sufficient. I was rolling down the center of the runway. I just must have hit a bump. Or uh, the Avanti has like the it has a very it's good gear for off road because it has a lot of shock absorbing right. ability. But I imagine. It probably worked against me in that one instance by yeah. hitting a bump. It kind of bounced me up off the ground a little bit. Okay. I, I guess is what happened. To be honest, it all happened so damn fast. I was just right. like, oh, well, that sucked. I didn't know what happened for a second. Did, did that affect you at all, you think? The field, the way it's laid out? Or did did it not even phase you? Oh, what do you mean? Just the way it's, like, ours is pitched kind of like has ours is kind of like a hilly hillish the one uh-huh. you normally fly at and that one looked like it was kind of slightly bullish if that makes yes, sense. yes it is yeah it is a the, little bit 
But ours doesn't affect me because I'm so used to it now. I mean, it could have, I guess. I mean, I was taking off my other planes, no problem. Oh, okay. All right. You know, so I've flown off it a few times. I don't think that's the issue. I think it's just, I really think it's just bad luck. I mean, maybe I could have, if I was paying attention, maybe I could have saved it somehow. But it really just was going straight, and all of a sudden it's going in the weeds. I mean, it was that fast. And uh, the other guy said it looked like he bounced up, and then when you come down, you caught the right, the left wing, and it just you know spun me right over into the grass. Yeah, it's really not damaged very bad. Like it just kind of squished the nose a little bit. I could fix it pretty easily with a little bit of foam tack. So I, I might just repair it. Okay. Probably if I could, if I repair it, it probably never crash again. That's yeah. just how that shit works. <laughs> But anyway, no, if you leave it, you'll never crash again. It's once you repair it, then you'll crash again. Well, that's a good point, right. too. That's a good point, too. <laughs> but speaking of the EDF jets, I got to meet uh, Chloe Prince that has the RC Safari on Facebook. Okay. Uh, she come down from Ohio to hang out with us, and that was cool. She brought a bunch of uh, her warbirds and jets. Um, and she had the, it's the FMS Futara, Futra, uh, you know what yeah, I'm talking Futura. about? Yeah. Futura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. That thing looks badass. She flew, flew it a couple times, and man, it is fast. Yeah? Yeah, I was looking at that thinking, hmm, maybe I'll just take the stuff out of Savanti and get one of those, stick it in there. It's an 80 mil and everything the same. Uh, yeah, man, it, it just looked like it handled friggin' amazing and uh, was super fast. I was very surprised. Nice. Uh, she had a, a little bit of an incident, caught the power line with her one of her big warbird planes and oh, went boy. in a tiger cat, which is kind of one of her babies. So I felt bad about that. that uh, it's always a bummer when you catch that stupid wire, but we had fun. I mean, it's, it was just, just hanging out, shooting the bull, flying some stuff. You know, I mean, you couldn't, that's all you can ask for hanging out with friends, eat like several times, all kinds of good food. Uh, Saturday, Craig brought his, uh, Diablo out and I helped him finish up a little bit of stuff on it, and he was able to get the maiden in real late Saturday evening. He's got a new Diablo 700 heli he built. Nice. That was that was nice. He just had a few little loose ends to tie up on the wiring and a couple little things. So we sat in a camper most of the day Saturday working on that, which was actually good because it was hot. So being in the AC was, was not bad. Oh yeah! Oh man, you, it it was humid. It yeah. wasn't super hot. It was in the upper like eighty seven, eighty eight, but it was so humid that you could just stand around and sweat would just pour out of you. Ugh, I hate yeah. that. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it too. No wind, just like still air. Yeah, hot, you can, you sweaty, can be standing humid. under a tree in the shade and you're sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I hate that. But we had we had fun. Definitely uh definitely a good time. 
nice, there with dude. that group. Big shout out to George Baker and and his wife for opening up their place to everyone and letting us come in, hang out, and have fun. Yeah, dude. Um, I was on Chloe's Facebook page, the RC Safari, and she posted mm-hmm. or linked a video from J.M. Bullrick, uh, I guess at Tyrodyne Aviation, and yeah, uh, that she has. I guess he was following her when she smashed up that tiger plane. Yeah, tiger cat. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they caught it on video for the most part. Yeah, I mean, you can actually see the um, the wire that you're talking about. Yeah, it runs right across the runway about... Yeah, that's so weird. I don't know, 12 feet up, I guess, 15 feet, 12 feet maybe. And now, it's not... go to? It goes over to another house. Huh. Over. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it needs to be buried or something. I was going to say, yeah. That's let's, a, that's a, let's go out know, there and dig a trench, man. <laughs> so we may EMT. have to. <laughs> we may have to. So pa- there's the power line, and of course the ground for that, and then the a phone line. Yeah. So you got three wires to watch out, and, and that just, lowest one is not all that high off the ground. That's probably the phone line, for yeah. sure. Yeah, of course it is. Hot's on top. Yeah, dude, you could run that. Run that underground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be done. It's not a or run a different way. It's just it, it didn't have a flying field when it was put in. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> it's one of those things. You know what I mean? It's always it's a bigger deal to get stuff moved than it is to just have it run differently to start with. Now, does so. she work at a hobby store? Because I see a lot of stuff on her. On no, her I don't page. think so. She's just uh, she gets stuff to review and stuff a lot, and is. Uh, you know, does um, YouTube and Facebook videos and stuff on that Facebook channel or Facebook page, I guess, or group, whatever it is. Uh, but man, she's really cool. I mean, nice. I had enjoyed hanging out and talking with her. She made the trip all the way down from Ohio. She's up there with uh, Chris Roncaglione and Mike and the RC After Hours guys. Right. They're in their neck of the woods. She's been on that show a few times, you know. Yeah, or if you if folks remember, but um, now we're that's in Georgia. No, no, up in Ohio. No, no, where where George Baker is? Oh, Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah, about an hour from my house. Oh, okay, well, that's East not Tennessee. bad at all, dude. No, no, I mean it's just basically a neighbor almost. That's awesome. Is he east of you? You said he's n- north, almost directly north of me. Oh, jeez. Up near um, Kingsport, Tennessee. Yeah. The the northeast corner of Tennessee. Dude, that's only like seven, eight hours for us, I think. Yeah. Man, okay. I could come down there one time. That'd be really cool. Yeah, it's 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 cool. I'm going to come down and I'm going to bring my freaking cutters. <laughs> I'm going to cut that freaking wire down. Yeah, I got some gaffs. We could climb the pole. We could at least take the phone line down. Nobody needs a phone line anymore. No. <laughs> right. Uh, I'd do that shit. I, if he if he was like, hey, I need some guys to come out and help me bury this wire, I'd, I'd do that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got a mini track hoe. We might just have to make a work day and go up there and just bury it. Yeah. <laughs> See what they say. 
Nice. Uh, yeah, you'll have, you'll have to come down. We'll, we'll, I'll come up with the camper and we'll make a weekend of it someday. Yeah. I think that's all I've been up to. Nice, I'm dude. Sti- I'm still uh, a little bit sleep hungover today. <laughs> Just <laughs> I'm bad because I go to these things and I stay up all night. Yes. Yeah, around, you know, and then. You young kids. I know. Got to learn how to pace yourself. I know. What fun is that? Yeah, I know. I get two, three <laughs> drinks in me. I'm like, pace myself. What's that about? Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. So should we go on to the main topic? Yeah. News and announcements. The main topic is whatever we want, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably going to be a shortish show uh, because uh, I can talk pretty quick. And I don't have anything to say. And <laughs> Andy's Andy's Andy. Well, I talk slow, but I don't have anything to say either. So <laughs> we we don't have the guy that talks a lot and doesn't have anything to say. No, we have just us two. Um, He's stuck in the garage. But dude, I I was I was gonna say. Speaking of drinking, I was I was having a few drinks this weekend. I'm, <laughs> I'm, this has nothing to do with RC, but I gotta. T- I don't. I I know guys that are, that listen to the show and we have similar interests in films and stuff like that and yeah um my buddy gave me since i was on this whole space thing you know watching uh-huh. apollo 11 my buddy gave me this uh dvd he said i got the dvd of the first man do you want to watch it i'm like yeah sure i'll check it out i have never seen since I, my last trip to home depot a more wooden character than this guy ryan gosling playing uh neil armstrong dude <laughs> it was the i could not believe it so i haven't I, seen it yet i almost watched it to the end and i stopped it and i was like forget it i know i know what happens he gets out blah 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 they get back uh-huh and, uh, so i yeah, kind of know you kind of already know the story don't yeah you? it's like titanic don't tell me how it ends yeah <laughs> so i watched the uh, shazam the new one with uh yeah with Zachary Levi, I think his name is. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to love him when he did Chuck. And, oh, I love Chuck. And, uh, dude, he's freaking hysterical. That movie is really good. Like, it's a DC movie, but it's it's done really well. Like, mm-hmm. it was pretty funny. So, it's a DC movie, one. but it doesn't suck like all the rest of them. <laughs> it's a DC movie done in the Marvel way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. It was, it no, was, I liked it as well. It was It's fun. Oh, I did mean, you see it? Yeah, I saw it, uh, I don't know, a little while back. Nice. Maybe in the theater. Nice. But, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it was a good movie. Fun and funny. I got to get it for my show my kids. They'll they'll have a blast with that. Yeah. We, wa- we watched uh, Captain Marvel while they were here Sunday night. Now, I Everybody. saw that in the theater. Mm-hmm. The theater. Theater, theater, yeah. yeah. I saw that uh, down in Florida, man. That I thought was a good movie. People didn't, I don't yeah. know. People were like, eh. I enjoyed it. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, people are going to shit on everything or anything, so whatever. <laughs> so, so Steve's going to be like, what did you guys talk about? Well, we talked about our week, and then we did some <laughs> movie reviews. <laughs> uh, then Kevin talked about alcohol. <laughs> And then we ended the show. <laughs> no, no, I learned uh, a while back talking about movies. 
some some of my favorite movies did get good reviews. Oh, and yeah. some movies that got the best reviews I hated. So yeah. I, you kind of gotta kind of gotta know what you like and stuff, and not just listen to everyone else all the time. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of feel bad in a way for the kids nowadays. There's some good films, but it, it seems like you know there's a hidden agenda behind a lot of films, and you're like, can we just can I just be entertained for two hours? You know, yeah. without the agenda. Or, you know, diversity for every little thing, you know? I mean, mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I like superhero movies. But, I mean, that's kind of all, really all we get nowadays. Is yeah. I mean, there's not many good just, like, films. Like, I guess they have to put so much money into these things that they, they don't want to stray too far away from something that actually works. So it is a little bit annoying that everything's either a remake of something else or a superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh well. I mean, dude, growing up we had, uh, you know, the Jeffersons and, you know, we had Archie Bunker. And I, I was never a big fan of Archie Bunker, but I loved the Jeffersons. And I didn't look at it as, you know, racially one way or another. I was just like, I'm entertained. I'm having fun. George Jefferson is, is a pisser, you know? Yeah. And and <laughs> so is Florence, and uh, it's just you know that kind of thing, and so that's where I was getting at, you know, with the with everything has to have an agenda and uh, just just killing it. But speaking of superhero movies, dude, the other night I watched this movie, um, Brightburn. Have you heard about this one? I have. I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. Dude, it was pretty freaking. It was it. I don't know. It left me thinking. You know, I kind of knew the whole premise, you know, going into it. Uh-huh. But I was like, this is actually a pretty cool idea, you know? Uh-huh. Well, remind me, it, it, this is the one where it's like, kind of like a Superman, but right, he's a dick, <laughs> evil or something. I mean, is that, does that sum it up? It's like Superman, but he's a dick. Well, no, like he's Superman, not. but he was, he didn't have good parents or something. He's not like a, in the diner blowing with the super breath the chair out from under people as they're going to sit down. I mean, he's not like a dick like that. Well, I but, mean, he's like evil or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the kid. Yeah, it's like it. And it, it was there's. I mean, they're on a farm. They discovered this kid one night. It was like I, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm spoiler alert, but I yeah, mean, I mean, don't need to spoil it, but but it, there was a lot of similarities between the the two but it was just interesting you know the whole premise of it was interesting <laughs> yeah. well now i want to see a movie where you got a superman that goes around blowing people's chair out from under him <laughs> yeah. just yeah. being be a complete dick oh that beat that now there you go that's another one. Oh, dude and <laughs> speaking of movies all right you guys can shut no. up shut the podcast <laughs> off if you want to hear about rc stuff because um i gotta oh, i gotta shit. look up this one when I was a kid, not knowing that Sid and Marty Croft were experimenting with every kind of drug out there, there was a few shows that I liked. And one of them uh, was Land of the Lost, of course, and, you know, all the silly, like, other things that he had. Uh, I think they, did they eventually, no, Shazam was Saturday morning cartoon, but I don't think it was Sid and Marty Croft. But um, they did, they did um, a, a female version of, like, Batman and Robin, Electro Woman and Dino Girl. And... Mm-hmm. Somebody did a film in 2016, like, of Electro Minutina Girl, and it's 
kind of low budget, but it's freaking hysterical. If anybody guys, any guys out there get a chance to see it, uh, I thought I had a copy of it somewhere. I'm still looking on my, my, um, my I've free I've never NAS. heard of this. Yeah, it's 2016 and it's, dude, it's, it's pretty damn funny. It's kind of like a Marvel movie. Like it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it, it, it is so it's like when you're saying like like there's some like dick moves in it and uh it's pretty funny you know like the two characters i just like movies that are you know characters interacting with each other that that have a good time and yeah. you know you can get some fun out of it so fly fest is this week oh yeah yeah i wanted to mention that should Say hi to all the folks. They might be traveling home by now, by the time they're listening to this. Because, I mean, nah. you're not going to listen to the podcast while you're there. Well, yeah. If you're on your way home. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Have a so safe we, ride home. I hope you had a good time. Yeah. I know uh, Andre's going. I know Mikey's going. Mm-hmm. As Mikey sent me a message. Mikey from the FT Community Cast. Yeah. And Mike even, Finley. And Patrick's going. Maybe they'll get together and do a podcast. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to Andre uh, last uh, earlier this week, and I, he was talking about Flight Fest and stuff. And I was kind of, I was starting to starting to get uh, FOMO, fear of missing out. You know, it's like, hmm, <laughs> man, I kind of want to go. <laughs> I wish I was there. Yeah, but with Urcha coming up in two weeks, it's just I couldn't couldn't pull it off too too many long trips too close together yeah so but it i'm sure they had a blast maybe next year yeah you know what i might do it next year i kind of miss some of those guys you know that i've met just a couple times and yeah see I'm, i'm more in the hobby now and doing the podcast and stuff than i was back when i first went like i was just nobody and didn't know anyone the first when i was there so it'd be cool to meet some people that i've talked to and chatted with and this and that now what year did you go i was there in 2015 okay it was the second year they did it yeah that was where it rained a lot i think you guys were there too and we never met yeah we were there jeff was there that was the year that jeff got drunk as shit i mean Uh uh-huh like and and this is at a point where like I've been to events and stuff, yeah. But this is more of a family event, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know if we should be drinking this much, you know. And yeah, but we kind of kept it in our own little compound. You sure, know? sure. But uh, oh man, he was <laughs> he cracked me up a few times. <laughs> we we didn't laugh as hard, dude. We laughed like crazy during that trip because. It was raining out. We, I brought my laptop. We were playing Kerbal Space Program a lot, and we were just, dude, we were just busting each other's chops. It's just me, Jeff, and Steve, and um, we rented a camper, drove out there, uh-huh. and and dude, we just we had so much fun just busting each other's balls and and chilling out, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely something everyone should go check out at least once. Yeah, like. It's, oh, absolutely. I don't know how to, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, it's, there's so many people and it's such a friendly environment. Yeah. And 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's like just a, fun and a lot, a lot of kids and younger people and scratch building and foam planes everywhere yeah. that you can see and just everybody just having a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's one of the events where you don't see a lot of like the clicks and the little groups and the drama. I mean, it's just pretty much everybody's just well to, willing to help each other and get stuff flying and put stuff in, you know, whatever you need, if you need a part or a piece, I mean, heli events are like that as well, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Flight fest is definitely a, a special event. I mean, I started flying. I started in the hobby, like 2013 ish, 12 ish, 13 ish, where I was watching flight tests from like day one. Like I can remember still like their first, like seven, eight episodes or whatever it was that I watched. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is awesome, you know, and I, I had a lot of fun with with that watching that show and then meeting those guys in 2013 mm-hmm. up at mm-hmm. the meat fair. But, yeah, Flight Fest itself, I can't imagine this hobby without Flight Fest being there, really. I, I, yeah. I can't I can't picture my like what I went through in the hobby, just like like my experience with it without Flight Fest, because it was just awesome, man. I remember driving out. In 2014, I met Dave Gerdeman out there. Like, we had met that year earlier because I went to the Neff indoor flying event in March. That's out in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I pretty, oh, that was, yeah, that, that was be, where I met. Um, I had met the guys in 2013 and then they said they were going to be at Neff and I drove out to Neff just because I wanted to fly. I hadn't flown in months, you know, because it was uh, the dead of winter, you know. And then yeah. this was March, so I drove out to Ohio with a couple of indoor planes and stuff, and I helped them set up and everything. You know, the guys, the not flight test, but I helped. You know, the event set up because I got there kind of early. Got to mm-hmm. know, got to know Dave there from setting up, and then I took the middle, like one of the last tables. Like everybody was kind of encroaching from the sides, and I took one of the last tables in the middle, and I had this big like area. And then the guys from Flight Test showed up, and they were like, where can we go? And they were like, I was like, just come right here. Just go right. You know, so I would. they were kind of like in my space. I was in their space, sort of, whatever. Mm-hmm. We were all in the same, like, horseshoe table space. And, dude, it was great, dude. I got to know Alex really well that year. and Yeah. And Josh, you know, and, and his kids. And his kids are great kids, man. And his wife, oh, Jen. Yeah. Just really super nice, super great people, mm-hmm. man. They built, and Dave was there that year. Dave Vindestone. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And there was a guy who was kind of sick. Um, I think he was a smoker. I don't know if he had cancer, but he's kind of like, um, I think he was, wasn't doing too well. And he had mm-hmm. purchased a, um, a Spitfire from them. This is like, dude, I think the Spitfire just came out. Um, yeah, pretty sure it was, it had just come out. Uh, not too long ago. They didn't have many planes out. And the guy said, you know, could you guys build it for me? And so it was the last, it was like Saturday night. Um, they were kind of closing the place down. It was around, around 630 or so. And they got together, dude. They built this thing in like 45 minutes and had it flying. Yeah. yeah. It was really cool because I, I kind of helped them out a little bit and was, was handing them stuff and getting them stuff or whatever. But they were those three, Alex, Josh, and Dave built that thing and uh, had it flying. It was really cool, man. And that's when they were like, 
Kevin, you gotta come to Flight Fest. We're not sure if anybody's gonna show up. <laughs> and I was like, I'll, I'll be there too. I'm definitely showing up, and I'll definitely be there. Yeah. And it was just, man, it was huge. And it's just gotten bigger since then, man. Yeah. Yeah. I've unfortunately I only went to that one, 2015. Yeah. But I I got a chance to meet all the guys, and I volunteered that year, so met Fred. Of course, he was doing the kind of the coordinating the event or whatever. Yeah. And um, met Andre, uh, yeah. Crafty Dan. I I did most of my volunteering in the build tent. Just uh, I I had also <laughs> I rented a camper and pulled behind my truck. Okay. And uh, took basically everything I owned in RC. <laughs> like I started kind of like the year before, so I didn't have a ton of stuff. But you know, I had I had plenty. <laughs> I'm laughing so because we did the exact same thing. Took took everything to the point where I'm like, I brought all this shit and I barely flew any of it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was getting to. I didn't oh, fly sorry. anything. I took almost. Oh you man. Know? I did very little. Fun. I actually bought a night vision air from one of the vendors. I flew that a few times, oh, okay. maybe flew like one other plane and just, sp- but spent the rest of the time, like hanging out in the build tent and I had my soldering station and stuff. So I got to show a couple kids how to solder up some control boards, you know, to build quads and this and that. And that was a lot of fun. Nice. You know, just, just, I was there. I had my, you know, several hot glue guns and my solder like station and tools and stuff. So people were always needing this or needing that. So I just had fun doing that. Nice. But but by being there, I got to meet all the guys. I've got a FT flyer, just the wing and the no power pot or anything, the wing and the tail. And I got everybody to sign it that year. I've got it hanging up on the wall. Nice. It's kind of a memento. But um but yeah, awesome, I mean it, it. It's it's definitely a, a fun time for yeah. sure. Did you see my big Mustang that year? I'm sure I did. I had uh, it all painted up. I don't remember, but I'm sure I saw it. I saw everything. I brought a 2014, and I had it was all white. I didn't have it painted at all. Uh-huh. And then 2015, I had it painted. And 2016, I entered it into combat. Yeah, that was insane. And I think there's a picture on the Flight Fest website. There, there is. That yeah, they're using with the 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 plane yeah. in there. <laughs> that was funny because I we I don't even know how it started. I think I said something on the podcast, mm-hmm. and it got back to Josh Pixler. And when I saw him 2016, he was like, "Hey, I heard you're putting your big Mustang in combat." And I was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "What? <laughs> I guess now I am." No, that was uh, a, that was epic, dude. I hate to say it epic, fare? but it was it get destroyed. No, dude, that freaking thing was that. I only had that thing running on four cell, I think four thousand four thousand four cell, and I took off and I was you know you know how combat is. They're all like in a circle like gnats, you know. So yeah. I'm I'm flying like one end to the other, and I'm trying to build up as much speed and fly through the middle of all. <laughs> <laughs> so you get in a run at it so you can <laughs> yeah hit everything going full speed that makes sense that's actually not a bad idea <laughs> the uh 
who <laughs> the rotor riot guys there was two guys yeah. that were next to me kind of close to me as they were flying and they were on my ass they were trying to take out my elevator uh-huh i was like doing my best best to avoid them and still get this run together and at one point i came through the middle of the line and i tore right through somebody's versa wing like i completely cut it in half <laughs> and yeah. and i i came around uh like right to left again and tried to do another pass and one of the rotor riot guys i had i had uh underneath each wing i had a kind of a pretty large like maybe one foot square piece of quarter inch ma- uh, masonite or quarter inch like hardwood uh-huh. that i could mount the landing gear to you know i was like i can't mount the landing gear to the foam at this size it's gonna go yeah. right through you know so i kind of right. had that underneath the wing and uh I guess the the guy in the quad tried to get my elevator, tried like diving at my elevator, and he went up underneath the wing, and he kind of got stuck, and I kind of like rocked <laughs> back and forth, um, and he fell out and hit the ground, and it looked like I did it on purpose, but I didn't do it on purpose, and then yeah. I did a victory roll, and Nick Simpson got had video of this whole thing, uh huh, and then <sighs> there was a bigger plane called Bob that was out flying around, right? I remember Bob and. I tried to go after him and it was, it was tough. I, I wasn't having any luck and my battery started getting really low and I didn't know it. And mm. I pulled up to do this loop and it went straight up and it climbed and it stopped and it came right back on the tail, dude. And it came, oh, no. came down and you can count almost like five seconds between me going up and <laughs> five seconds before it comes down and it slammed into the ground kind of like on its belly. And uh-huh. I, and, and dude, it was just, it was really a, a fitting way for that plane to to finally yeah. end, but uh, I did actually take it back to the camper, and with enough hot glue and tape, I had it back together, and I was gonna enter it again. And I said to myself, "You know what? Is this at this point is really not safe? Like, I don't wow. know." It was it was a good flight. It flew really good. It was just a big sponge. Like it just went up, and it was just like, Bleh, you know, and it just sat there. It was a big like yeah. pussy cat. It really wasn't quick or anything and for sale you know it was just a big and with the wing loading you know on that big monster Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that that was just really super slow so i don't know i I put it back together and i was like yeah i don't think i'm gonna i was gonna do it again but i was like nah you know that's not it's not gonna work i was i was thinking about combat when i was listening to andre's podcast you know rc after hours this week thinking i go next year we really ought to get together and build like a combat specific airplane. I'm thinking like multi engine design. So you got for redundant power, uh, some sort of like indestructible elevator. Cause those little quads, they like to take out your elevator. Yeah. If you can keep your elevator going and, I mean, you could do like differential thrust with your motors. So even if your ailerons or your rudder got knocked out, you could still maneuver a little bit. No, true. Yeah. It'd be pretty hard to take that down unless you just completely smash through it with something bigger. And right in the middle of it, we put an FPV turret. And as we're going down the flight line, we, we shoot airsoft BBs at, at the pilots. <laughs> Paintballs. Victory is mine. <laughs> That'd be freaking oh, awesome shit. paintball. But no, I was just thinking, how cool would it be to build like a, I was thinking like at the end, the, the end of, I, go back to 
we'll bring it back to movies now since this is the free fall rc movie <laughs> podcast the end of animal house where they turned the car into the tank looking thing yeah build an airplane like that just reinforce everything maybe fiberglass it yeah put uh, carbon spars in everything just make it indestructible and see how far we can get in combat a flying wing yeah probably do that yeah <laughs> um, hmm. and like a fold away prop or something man uh-huh and have multiple of them have it to where you could lose two motors and still fly around yeah like a pusher and a and a tractor yeah, prop. exactly yep yeah big like giant a couple batteries in parallel so you could fly for 20 minutes yeah yep <laughs> flying brick <laughs> Yeah, this is the stupid things I think about when I'm driving around on the lawnmower or something, listen to other people's podcasts. Yeah. Now, now we should say I'll probably never do any of this just because I I like motivation. I got too much other shit to do, <laughs> but it's fun to think about and design in my head. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know. I feel the same way. Lack motivation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I actually said this morning when I got up, this working for a living shit sucks. Yeah. But I don't know any other way. I keep saying one of these days I'm going to retire and just get an RV and just take all summer, fly, drive around to Fun Flies. No, that'd be just, cool. Just go one every weekend. See how long that lasts. Yeah. <laughs> About nice. three weeks. I'll be like, screw this. I'm going home. I got to go home. It's hot out here. I'm tired of pooping in the camper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> screw you guys. Yeah. So, I don't know, should we uh, move on to news and announcements? Yeah, I think we should. All right. What do you got for news? And announcements. All right. We got the new Gowie model that's been announced, an NEX-6. Now, this is uh, a 600-size heli that can be built as a nitro or an electric. Take your pick. Really? Interesting. cool. Yeah, I didn't see any real specs on it, so I don't know if those have been released yet. Maybe I just didn't see them. That's interesting, because weren't we doing a little behind-the-scenes chatter about, and this is just between the three of us, about Oxy-5 possibly doing some kind of 600 size nitro or electric? Yeah, Yeah, doing a conversion or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, that might be tough on that model though, because it's man, it's only like an inch and a half wide. It might just they might just have a whole nother model, kind of based around that head and everything, but different frames. Yeah. Well, you know, um, we don't know this for sure. We're just speculating. Yeah, we're just guessing. Uh, this has been done before. Like, um, I think some of the Curtis Youngblood models, the Rave had a one that you could build nitro or electric. Okay. Cause I remember Nick Maxwell was talking about that. And, uh, so he had adapted some of that same ideology when he built his Diablo nitro. So it's, it's been done before, but it's cool to see somebody bring it back. Uh, and cause there's really not, well, I say that there's, yeah, never mind. I was going to say there's not a lot of 600 nitros, but there kind of are. Get the new Synergy. The Oxy is probably going to be a 600 size. 
the yeah. got the align. Right. So the align is few. what I think of, and I, I yeah, the align and a synergy. Yeah. That's interesting, though. Yeah, um, I'm sure we'll see it at Urcha and get more specs and find out what's going up with it. What's going? Oh yeah, dude. I'm not, not even thinking about what we're gonna see at Urcha, man. We're gonna see everything. <laughs> Should I ask you about that? Are you excited for Urcha? I am. Cool. Yeah, it should be some fun, man. Yeah, it will be. It's always fun. Uh, speaking of what we'll see, uh, there's a teaser, little teaser video for the new Synergy 696. Uh, again, I don't have any details or specs, but it's going to be at Urcha. Uh, I guess that'll be the grand, the debut. Is this like a infinity teaser, like where you don't actually see anything? Uh, you see the model, but I don't okay. know what you see. It's not like the, it's just a computer rendering thing. It's not like the car, the infinity car, where the guy comes on for thirty seconds and talks about the clock. And you're like, no, that's great. So. But <laughs> I'd like to see what the car looks like. <laughs> that's all. That's what I think of when I hear teasers. Yeah. So it's going to be a, a 696. I kind of assumed they would call it a 716. I don't know why. Maybe because it has the 516. Yeah. A little bit different. But 696 it will be the new electric 700 size from Synergy. Maybe. I'm um, excited to see how it maybe, looks. Maybe there's just a bunch of 696 blades lying around and he was like, ah, screw it. Makes six nine six. <laughs> I'm not putting Maybe. my blades out yet. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> hey, it makes sense. You never know. Nah, I I don't know. Dude, I have Just, no idea. No idea how these companies do anything, so don't take my word for anything. Yeah, I mean to me seven sixteen rolls off the tongue a little better, but Well yeah, I would yeah, I'd do like five sixteen and yeah. 616 716 I mean I I'm I'm sure it'll be able to capable of running 716s Yeah maybe set up to 720s It looks like it's got the same sort of canopy design as the 556 and the 516 which is cool Uh if I get one of these and I'll have a I'll have a the full suite of synergy I'll have the 516 the 556 a six nine six, and then a gasser with that. I can get that same canopy on that too. The N seven gasser. You'll have the gambit. I'll have the gambit. Then people call me a synergy fanboy because that's what they do. <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> Is that Andy? No, that's that synergy fanboy. Yeah, I don't care. No, nah, I don't Whatever. think of you as a fanboy I, of anything. I like. I'm not. I'm not a fan of anything. No, <laughs> you're you're the opposite. You're just the everything but a synergy hater. Exactly. <laughs> no, I do like the synergies. Yeah, I know. But I'm like I'm digging this uh, XL Power. I've got uh, like the Whiplash. I just like all kinds of different stuff. Like the Oxys. That's cool, man. You're just a fan of the. I'm a fan of helicopters. Helicopters That's what I am. in general. Yep. Got a few little things from Urcha here. Speaking of, yeah, they've got, yep, they announced their second grand prize. I think we talked about the first grand prize they announced was the Kraken. 
kit from SAB USA with servos, X Nova motor, and a Hobbywing ESC. So just about everything you need to build a Kraken. So, dude, to in order for me to win the Kraken, I just have to register? That's it? Yep. Okay. Well, here's the second one. We've got a minicopter Nitro Diablo. Really? Full Futaba Electronics, 12K transmitter, Futaba servos, the new HPS HC700 cyclic servos, and a CGY760. So that's freaking Damn. like two three thousand dollars right there. Yeah. A OS one oh five HCR engine and a protune pipe. That's a hell of a friggin' prize right Jeez, there. Jeez, dude. Yeah. That's like I mean, seriously, that's like four thousand dollars. Holy cow. Yeah. Now who is anybody sponsoring that? Like or who's- Yeah, uh Minicopter. Oh, minicopter. You know, right, Peak so. Aircraft, Futaba, Damn. Uh, Horizon, and Protune RC is all, you know, kind of who's pitched in for this prize, I guess. It's the Diablo Nitro and, of course, the Futaba Electronics. And uh, Horizon has the OS stuff now and, of course, Protune. Wow. You want your edge, you might win a Kraken, you might win a Diablo Nitro. Nice. I don't even know what else there'll be, but if I win that Kraken, it's going to Mike T. Yeah, I know I've said it before. I'm trying to say it each week so it happens. <laughs> so if you win the Diablo Nitro, who's that going to? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> no one. I'll think about that one. Here's another cool thing that they're doing this year: fly before you buy. What? A little event they're doing Thursday. Try before you buy? Try before you buy or fly before you buy. That was the guy on the Jersey Shore that used to tell me that. Hey, try, try before, before you, buy. you buy. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday, center stage. Uh, during the day, they're going to have some companies with buddy box setups ready to let you try their machines before you purchase something. They have Horizon Hobby with the Fusion 480 and the Fusion 360, Oxy Heli with an Oxy 5, and SAB USA with a Kraken. Oh, there you go, Javier. Yep. Release the Kraken. Javier needs to buddy box on a Kraken. You know, Devin needs to walk up and go, I haven't really flown these helicopters before. Um, could I try one? And then just <laughs> thrash it. They yeah. probably know, though. Yeah, uh, they'll know him. Actually, Devin's probably going to be the guy on the other end of the Oxy Buddy Box. Well, that's actually a good point. <laughs> so I should go up and try to f- see if I can smash the ground with it, see how quick he is. <laughs> I'll bet you I can get rescue throttle hold on that before he takes it over. Uh, sure. No, but that's that's really cool. I'm, I'm really happy to see some companies uh, doing this type thing and... Because, like, demos are fine. You know, you can see a pro pilot do his thing. Yeah. But, I don't know, after you've seen them once or twice, I mean, there's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of just all the same. Yeah, and this is cool for even guys like, you know, us. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I want to try out the, the Horizon Forever. Hobby Fusion 480. Like, I want to yeah. see what that's like. Yeah. I, I Get would, a feel for it and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. 
Absolutely. I'm sure there'll be not people there that can tell you the details and kind of, you know, if you've got questions or something. Uh, so uh, I think it's a freaking fantastic idea. Yeah, I do too. Urch is really shaping up to be like fantastic this year. Nice. Lots of new ideas and new stuff going. It's the 30th anniversary as well. Yes, I saw that. I was going to bring that up. And they're, I heard them say that the pre-registrations are higher this year. So I think there's a good buzz happening. So it, it's going to be a good year, I believe. That's great, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's actually coming up quick, man. It is quicker than you think. I got to get my shit together and get it over to uh, McToon, Rob McClellan, because he's bringing all our stuff out, I think, this year. Yeah. Yep. You got to get it early, pack your stuff up. Yeah. Uh, we'll chat a little bit offline yeah. about some stuff. But yeah, I mean, I was looking at the calendar today. I was like, oh, shit, it's only like two weeks. Yep. I keep thinking, oh, you know, it's a month away or whatever, but it's really not. It's going to be here before you know it. It's going to be here, dude, and I've barely done any flying. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go out there and be – I'm just going to go out and have some fun, though. I'm not looking at It doesn't anymore. matter. Just go – we'll go down one end or the other to where I like to fly and just, you know, have fun. I can always say I, I flew tandem with Kyle Stacy because I actually did one time up at Rochester. He was flying on the next box next uh -huh. to me. Which is great because nobody watched me at all. So yeah, it was great. And he was he was laughing when I told him that. I said, <laughs> "Yeah, now I can say I flew tandem with Kyle Stacy." Yeah, <laughs> you can actually do that with lots of people up there, probably. Yeah. So what else we got, dude? We got something else here about the Global Three D. Oh yeah, were we gonna say I that? Don't have that in front of me. The Glo Global Three D was last weekend. Speaking of Kyle uh, Stacy. I have yeah, the results here. He did pretty well, I believe. Yeah, I have the results from the Masters okay. and the Expert results. Uh, the Masters, Kyle Stacy was fifth. Marek Wentstroth was fourth. Khan Pununi was third. Uh, Kenny Ko was second. And the winner was Sakarin Kongthan, who's nice. probably about nine years old. Yeah, probably. Uh, and on the experts, uh, Thanawin <laughs> Kagunwald was fifth, uh, came in fifth. Uh, Aaron Coyle, or Aaron Cole came in fourth. Mardis Gilley came in third. Hendrik Clausen, who I'm sure is a nice Irishman, came in second. And the winner was Vava Boonmai. Boon Boon Mai? Boon Mala? Is that M-A-L-A? Yeah. I don't know. I love that. Dude, that name is awesome. Vava yeah. Boon Mala. It's better than freaking, almost better than Frank Mordidios. Yeah. Oh. So I got to say, dude, I don't know if any of them listen to the show, but congratulations on, on competing. Uh, yeah. Man. Well, and I mean, props to Kyle Stacy for placing fifth yeah amongst these other guys that are one way younger than him two most likely aren't working full time because <laughs> they're young right and they're you know they practice and get 50 60 flights every day right leading up to this and poor kyle he's 
Bert's got him down there, nose to the grindstone. Yeah. So he, he gets like three flights a day for practice. He's in that so, hot garage packing, you know, packages uh, on the if computer. You ask Kyle, he said he's old now. So, right. you know, he's what, like 24? Yeah. But I don't nonetheless, he's I mean, I think he did fantastic. Yeah. For, you know. I was gonna say he's got so many irons in the fire, dude, and he goes out there and <laughs> in the top five. That that's just that's unbelievable, man. Pretty cool. That that's amazing. So good job, Kyle. Yeah. You deserve a day off. Bert. Yeah. He, he deserves a day off, Bert. Or at least half a day. Yeah, half a day. Or buy him a Gatorade for crying out loud. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy's answering emails constantly. Uh huh. I forget I, you know. I think it was, I think it was Mike D who, who said, um, he had an issue with something. I don't know. I don't even know what it was, a servo or something on, on one of his goblins. And he said he sent an email out and within, within like an hour, he got a response and it was from Kyle. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, that's amazing. And he, yeah. and, and it was something that to the effect of, I wanted to, I, I actually wanted to ask him about this because I wanted to get the story right, but it was, the email was to something in effect of, uh, we're just, we're going to send you another one, whatever it was, another server yeah. or something. Yeah. And he was just blown away, man. Yeah. They do, uh, do a good job with the customer service down there. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. They're doing Got something a question right. and I know- or something. You can always get a hold of one of them. And dude, I've never been to their site. I, I've only met Bert like a couple of times, but I, mm-hmm. and I know that these businesses, whether it's, you know, SAB USA or whether it's, you know, um, Matt Botos's business, uh, or, or whatever, even Luca, you know, putting helis out. It's, uh, it's not easy. Uh, I'm sure. No. I mean, geez, we talked to that guy from Australia. What was his name? Chopsy Chopper that built yeah. his own, you know, mm-hmm. helicopter, machined his own stuff and just all the frustration in one little part. And these guys are doing, you know, kits and stuff like that. Right. It, it's pretty amazing. It really is. Yeah, and these are, I mean, these are basically small businesses. So, oh yeah, yeah, all the stuff that goes along with that, plus the, the having to provide customer service, and you know how us hobby guys are. We're impatient, and we want shit to work immediately, no matter what. So, really, <laughs> I can't imagine being on the other end of the the customer service line from some guy and his servo doesn't work or whatever. Oh my God! Fred used to tell me stories, dude. He yeah, would, I he can would, imagine. He would send me like copies of of text messages, emails, and stuff like that. Just <laughs> they were hysterical. And then you, you know, not pull your hair out. And then uh, that was around the time where flight test was was gonna start carrying the three D printer a couple of years uh-huh. ago. Oh jeez! And I was like, Fred, dude, how are you gonna handle this? He's like, I don't know. It's gonna be an adventure. But I think yeah. I, I think they. They sold out of them, you know. They sold whatever they had, and I don't think they're carrying them much. <laughs> too too big of a pain. Yeah, I mean, that's really it's you know it's you get one. There's so many issues with 3D printing, you know. If you're not a tinkerer, you're you're not gonna right. have any luck with it. Yeah, I don't ever really think about it that much because I'm not like I don't ever call customer service or. Yeah, like when I have a problem, I use it just try to figure it out or get online or read forums or whatever. Yeah, use I'm, Google Foo. Yeah, but I'm, some people, as soon as something doesn't work, they just pick up the phone and call whoever and bitch about it not working. Oh, that's my so, wife. 
Oh my god, dude! I'll look <laughs> over my shoulder before I tell you this. <laughs> she, dude, she has gotten on the phone and she's gotten some results, but she's also, uh-huh. <laughs> dude, honest to God, there was a letter that showed up at our house one time, no return address, uh-huh. and, and it was pretty nasty, and it was oh, addressed no. to her. Yeah, so she's gotten at, she's gone at it, but. The funniest one was she went at it with a guy, I think, from the cable company. And uh-huh. he, he was so professional and he kept dealing with it. And she was like, and she walked her through everything. And she was pretty short with him. And yeah. at the end of the phone call, he says, is there anything else I can help you with, ma'am? And she was like, no, it's working. So I'm, I'm okay. And he was like, are you sure? <laughs> and I was in the background and I started cracking up, man. <laughs> That was great. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I couldn't be a customer service guy. No. Oh, God. I'd be like, well, you're a fucking idiot. You tore it up, so it's your problem. Yeah. I'd last a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be the one sending those letters. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. Should we kind of wrap it up? Yeah. Well, what's next for you and the hobby, Kevin? Well, assuming Trump isn't TFR in our ass again, um, I think Steve's going out to Long Island. There's a fun fly out there. Okay, cool. Um, I don't think I'm going to be making that trip. Uh, I have a few things planned for the house that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Um, My wife's going to be out of town, too, so that means Kevin's got open rain on the liquor cabinet. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, so if I don't show up Tuesday, call 911. It'll probably be too late. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm only kidding. Maybe I'll I'll text you Sunday, see if you're still alive. And remember, kids, it's not the alcohol's fault. It's your fault. Exactly. <laughs> when you wake up like crap the next morning. No, so, um, yeah, I'm not sure what I'm up to. Um, hopefully I can get out and do some flying. I'll tell you what, dude. I looked in my shed the other day, and I haven't been throwing a lot of stuff out, but I really only have, like, one or two planes that are ready to go. Like, I have two Sequoias, the old green ones that, one I had mm-hmm. 4S, and, man, I gotta, I gotta get them, like, flight-worthy. I have the FMS SBOC that I bought, used, and that thing flies uh-huh. great, man. And no stabilization, nothing. It's, it's a beast. I really like flying that thing. It's 4S. But, uh, you know, my selection's getting down there since I, I, I kind of threw out a bunch of, uh, flight test stuff that I had built that was getting a little mm-hmm. warped. So I don't know. We'll see what's going on, man. Hopefully I get the rest of my parts for the Oxy 5 and I should actually get that. I should get my, my servo things and well, I'll probably have that finished. Yeah. Get that thing going. Yeah. You definitely got to get it before Urcha. Oh yeah. Definitely, Bro, man. You got to get it done and put get a flight it. on it before you got to take it to Rob, which, yeah. which will be like the week before. So yeah. Don't, don't dilly dally. No, which means I got to finish it this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next for you, man? Um, probably just going to try to put some more flights on this XL power. Um, I only flew it three or four times up at George's and I didn't do any tuning or anything. I just kind of flew it and was goofing around. So I just need to make sure it's, everything's good. Like for Urcha. Um, that's probably all I'm going to do. Uh, what's that? Now, dude, that thing, You've only got a couple flights on it. You're going to do a review on that thing? Yes. Down the absolutely. road? Absolutely. 
That's yeah. funny because Steve and I, I think it was last year. That's 700, right? Yes. XL 700. Uh-huh. We were going to buy, we were going to buy two, a kit a piece last year. We were talking uh-huh. about it. We almost did it. So I'm kind of curious to, I know it's, it's beefy. I've looked at it, man. I kind of like the, yeah. The tailbox yeah. I'm going to do a review. I'm going to wait till I get, you know, a month or so on it. Make sure, see how I like the way it flies and stuff. Cool. Um, I've run into a few issues I'm not too fond of. Okay. But, uh, we can save those. Yeah, dude. No, I think it's awesome, man. Just give our honest opinion. Yeah, absolutely. So fly that. Uh, I still got to put my nitro back together. So I might try to do. Eh, I don't know. I <laughs> might work on that some, but probably not. Yeah, I'll probably wait till like two days before I leave and then shove it all together and hope it works. You'll be one of those statistic okay. guys that are up two o'clock in the morning before you're leaving for urge. That's kind of how I roll. Yeah, yeah, good. You can talk to Steve. You can call him. I'm sure yeah. he'll be up. Up at two in the morning and plan <laughs> to leave early and drive nine hours yeah, or 14 hours. hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sleep yeah. at the wheel, pulling a camper. <laughs> yeah, what could go wrong? Hey, <laughs> Griswold yourself. To the event. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Nah, just I got to catch up on some work, so I probably won't do a whole lot in the hobby. I might uh, try to fly a little bit, but that's about it. Yeah. If I can't get down to our regular field, I don't know, dude, if they TFR us again. I know Ed Johnson is really cool and, and Greg barbuda alex up there at their club man they're always like hey come on up over here uh i might do that i don't know i might um it's a shame you know it kind of death sucks and it kind of sucks at that guy that we used to go flying with at the farmer passed away last year man um Mm -hmm. that we would fly that we flew up at his field because i don't you know he was the guy that welcomed us so i don't know about rolling in you know i don't even know if he still owns the property if his wife is still there you know yeah yeah, that it be kind of weird. Yeah, that's a tough situation too, because you can't be like you know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I felt his wife, but I, that's just a weird thing, you know. The day I found out when I was there, and I didn't fly anymore after I found out because I felt kind of weird, you know. Right. Because we would just show up and and he'd come up and say hi and stuff, and yeah, it was very strange. Um, it's definitely a tough situation. Yeah, but uh, oh man, next week, next week I got to pick my wife up, so I won't be on the show next week. Uh, but I'm gonna try and get out on the twentieth to the Tuscarora event. That's out. That's Kyle Schneider's and and mm-hmm. Larry their their event out in Pennsylvania. We went out last year. Yeah. Um, that's like an hour and a half, roughly, from me. Um, I'm gonna try and do that. Okay. Cool. And then it's Urcha. Yep. All right, dude. So we freaking wrap it up, wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. I didn't see anything new on iTunes. I'm not doing any of that other website stuff that people love. Sorry, people. Sorry. I don't think we got a lot of stuff. Sorry, listeners. I'll let you Steve read them do next that, week. Man. Yeah. I don't know about Facebook likes or any of that either. That's Steve department. Yeah. And that department is shut down at the moment. <laughs> So you'll be gone next week. Steve said he might not make the show, so I don't know what's going to happen now. Next week? Yeah. 
Oh boy. So he was working or something. You know, the one one of his twenty days a year just happens to fall on Tuesday, so Yeah, that's a lot of bullshit. That's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. We'll figure out something. You can get Bill on the show. Just ask yeah. Him, ask him about cameras and just two hours later come back. Thanks, Bill. I'll just, I'll just get Bill and Javier and then I won't have oh, to do my anything. God, dude. It'll be 18 I'll just hour ask a question, and then three hours later, I can wrap it up. Yeah. There you go. Easy peasy. Oh, dude. <laughs> Why can't I be a part of that one? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, geez. All right. So I guess uh, I'll I'll say the final words. Yep. So drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash FreefallRC Podcast. Check out our webpage, FreefallRCPodcast.show. Say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. Let us know if you want Steve to add anything, because he's always willing to add things. He'll never do it. And he'll never do it. The LAN admin extraordinaire. <laughs> what do they call that? CNE trained and all that stuff. And I don't know. I don't want to get in front of a keyboard. Steve, a.k.a. AFK. We'll add anything you want. <laughs> Flight test forms. We're on the forms. Managed by our good buddy Dave. Dave Hill, Hill yep. the Flyer. Uh, hi, David. Say hi to Dave off the field. Audio and video productions other than Flight Test Podcast. Freefall RC Podcast. Next to the RC Community Cast. FT Community Cast, rather, which is Mike mm-hmm. and Pat. And uh, you can check out our fellow podcasters. If and when they ever release another podcast. The RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Walt Ned. The Telerotor podcast. Mike, Mike, and Robert. The RC After Hours. Andre. <laughs> and sometimes Chris and Mike. Sometimes Chris and Mike. Uh, the BK RC podcast. Bert and Kyle. Which they are going to have Curtis Youngblood on soon, I think. Yeah, I heard that. That'll be cool. That'll be, you, you mentioned him earlier. That'll be yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, hopefully they get into some some good stuff, man. With him, yeah. you know, it'd be awesome. And it'll Maybe be great make from, it longer than an hour. Yeah, and it'll be great from their point of view. You know, yeah, their experience and their level where they're at. You know, it'd be cool. Uh, the RC Roundtable, uh, Fitz, Terry, and Lee, and the Flight Test Podcast, Mikey Wombly the Third. Yeah, um, and you know. Flight Test Podcast, they haven't done a podcast since March, I think. I was checking that out. What's going yeah. on, Flight Test? If you want me to start a second podcast clean, you can just email us at freefallrcpodcast.show. Yep. Or Gmail, or whatever it is. Freefallrc at Gmail. Anyways. We'll do the Flight Test Podcast while we're at it. Yeah. Yep. And tell that story again, how I smashed into a light pole with my Vigan. <laughs> <laughs> and also check out our buddy, Buddy is a loose term, a Bill and YouTube channel. Hey, buddy. We we love Bill. Bill's the best. Bill's the man. He is. Yeah, he's he's cranking out videos, man. Yeah. Not from about our every from week, twice a week. Sometimes he cranks one out. Yeah. Yep. From HOD was the mm-hmm. was the latest one I saw. Yeah, I got to see Dan the man chopping up some corn. Yep. So check all those guys out if you're looking for something else. If, if if we're not satisfying your podcast itches get t- yeah when you get tired of hearing us talk about movies for 20 minutes yes. just tune over to one of those podcasts 
That's what we need. Another movie critique podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Steve's never going to leave us alone again. Oh, you know, you know what? Right. And I wanted to say something at the end just to see if he actually listened to the whole show. Hmm. What can I say? Mm. I can read a review. These three righteous dudes as hosts, Steve Guzzles the SAB and V-Bar Kool-Aid. Kevin and Andy keep them in check. Great interviews. Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy. <laughs> Technical discussions. Help, help, help. And shenanigans. Bill, Bill, Bill. Hey, Steve will know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for hanging in with us, guys. I want to say thanks to all our listeners. Andy, thanks for making the show. Man, I would have hate, hated to sit here in front of the microphone by myself for no, you wouldn't. two hours. <laughs> Dude, uh, they would be knocking at my door if I released an episode that was by myself. <laughs> Man, there's so many things would get taken the wrong way. I was thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> I think I have one one man show in me and that's about it oh geez listen to andreas like i could pull together one i have a topic that i could probably talk about for 45 minutes by myself and then that'll be it forever <laughs> so <laughs> i'll tell you man that's why i admired jimmy jones so much when he came out that first show it was just him man yeah walt did that too, and walt a too shows right yeah for ed jumped on yeah yep that's not easy. I can't imagine that. I don't easy. know how you could do it. I'd stumble over everything and forget. I don't know. Well, because I talk to myself as it is at work by, mm. you know, eight o'clock at night. I'm tired of hearing myself talk. Yeah. I don't know if I could deal with that. And then I answer myself, which is another bad thing. You know, <laughs> I'll say something like I got to get that done. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be like, of course, I know what I'm saying. What you're saying. I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Well, you know that I've always heard it. Talking to yourself doesn't mean you're crazy, but when you answer yourself, then you might need to seek help. Yeah. So or help, help, help. Yeah. That's just what I've heard. Yeah. Oh shit. Or I'll say I'll bet you ten bucks this happens, and then later on I'm like, "Do you got that ten dollars?" <laughs> like I'll answer that, <laughs> but there's nobody there. Yeah, I might need help, dude. Oh, dude, I wish I worked with you. You sound like <laughs> oh my god, a blast! Dude. Holy shit, we'd get nothing done. <laughs> oh my god yeah, but dude. it'd be fun you had dude oh we gotta end this freaking show but real quick dude you had to the one year i used to go down to bike week a lot daytona my mother lived like close and i had a motorcycle on a harley i'd bring down there and we would sit one year we sat at the boot hill saloon for two days straight ripping on everybody that went by <laughs> no shit dude the third day i lost my voice we were uh-huh. laughing and we were we were ripping on people so bad and laughing it was just I, I was crying oh my god dude we were laughing so hard yeah. and then i lost my voice and it was i'm pretty good at ripping on people so I, that sounds like fun <laughs> yeah oh geez <laughs> yeah i'll have to tell you about some of those mm. that's the podcast i'll do yeah kevin's adventure doing time on planet earth <laughs> <laughs> doing time <laughs> yeah i'm in here I haven't uh, left yet. So. Yep. All right. Thanks to all our, our listeners. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. See ya. Thanks for hanging in. Hanging in and Dude, hanging out. How funny was it last week?
That was fucking awesome. Oh my god. And you can, hear it. you can hear it fading out at the end of the episode. Dude, I just went white for a second. I was like, you know what? I didn't make sure I was recording. <laughs> uh, but I, it was recording. I went whiter. Us <laughs> did that whole thing and did not record it. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, not funny, but Steve be like, so what I miss? Absolutely nothing. We lost it all. <laughs> yeah. oh, so how about that 45 minute show we were going to do? Oh, did we go over? <laughs> well, after I edit it, it'll be 45 minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, you said we'll keep it short so it wouldn't take you so long to edit. We've been going like two hours. Yeah, but two hours is fine. It's like when... All right, Mr. Skype, what would you like to do to my computer tonight? Let's see. Do you want to allow the following program to make changes to this computer? Yes, but I'm under duress of the Microsoft program itself. So later on when I decide to sue, I'm covered. They need that button, yes, but under duress. From the corporation. Hey. Hey. What's happening? What's going on? I don't know. You don't know? <clears throat> no, I don't know. Oh. All right. Well, I don't get paid to know. That's good because I don't know either. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I'm, and now, how do I add? Oh, I know how to add Steve to the call. Uh, where is he? Steve. Add to the call. And then he can jump in whenever he wants, right? Then he can what? Jump in whenever he wants? Yes. I think that's how it works. Let's see. Who else can I add to the call? Anthony Garcia, Chris Rybert. I can add Echo Sound Test Service. Uh, Jeff Para. I should just. We should do a show where we just add everybody that we know. Yeah, and see, see who pops on. on. Yeah, yeah. 